Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm your host, Paul Beckerman. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. The topic of today's episode is Answers Inquiry Process Step 7. Share your learning. Hey, we've made it to the last step of the answers inquiry process. If you've been following along the past six episodes, you've journeyed from the initial stages of asking questions and generating an inquiry plan all the way through the research and writing process to today, the event that culminates all the work we've been doing. We get to share our findings with others. This is a step where student learning takes wings, and it's this step that has the potential to drive real impact and action from others because now our audience gets to hear what we've learned and decide if it's something that motivates them to take action. The more authentic the audience is in this step, the more impactful and powerful this sharing will be. Sharing with an audience is not only impactful for those receiving the message, it's a big deal for the student sharing as well. The act of sharing can be a huge motivational factor When students care about something beyond a grade, they tend to work harder and more authentically toward that desired goal. It also helps them develop life and career skills. They get to work on communication and understanding others. Beyond that, preparing and presenting can deepen student understanding and retention. It can reinforce a growth mindset, and it can become a celebration of all the learning they've done. Those are all powerful goals in themselves. But when we can wrap them all up into one event, like step seven of this inquiry process, the experience can be transformational for some students. How do I use use integration inspiration? Integration ideas. To help students be successful with this sharing, we've developed an acronym around the word PREPARE. You can use this to guide your planning and even share it with your students to give them a framework around which to work. Here are the seven points. The P in prepare stands for plan. Students should ask what they need to have ready to successfully present or publish their findings. This ranges from identifying tasks to be completed to prioritizing those tasks and possibly creating a checklist to keep track of their progress. Digital tools like Google Keep, Microsoft OneNote, or TaskAid can really help with this. The R represents review. Students should review their findings and make sure they confidently know the information they will be sharing. If they're presenting live, they may want to create note cards using templates like Adobe Spark note card templates or using tools like Evernote or Google Keep. The E stands for equipment. Students should identify, gather, and set up materials and technology needed for presenting or publishing. If they're presenting live, they may want a backup plan in case things don't go as planned. The P stands for prep. Students should ask, what do I need to do to get this space or stage ready? They should test all technology and preview their work as realistically as possible, even if they're sending it out virtually. A represents audience. Students should review the description of their audience and make sure the message is tailored in a way that will be effective for this particular group. It can be helpful to review the presentation from the perspective of an audience member. Put themselves in those shoes. If possible, students may want to find ways to engage their audience while sharing those findings. 
They might create back-channel opportunities for the audience to submit questions, add comments, or discuss the topic by using tools such as Google Slides Q&A, Mentimeter, or Padlet. The R in Prepare stands for Rehearse. The more students practice, the more they will be confident and comfortable. Rehearsing also helps reduce anxiety, which is a natural emotion that we experience when presenting. When I taught speech class, I would even set aside an entire class period for students to practice with partners in class. I gave them review sheets and had checklist items on them for the listener to fill out when providing feedback. This really helped students focus, have structure, and it kept them accountable to practicing. The E, the final letter in our acronym, stands for execute. This is where everything comes together. If students have followed the steps of the prepare process, they should be ready and set up for success. This can be a really rewarding experience and one that can help students grow both academically and personally. Hey, we've made it. We've worked our way through the seven steps of the answers inquiry process. I hope you found the steps enlightening and helpful. And most of all, I hope you consider implementing inquiry experiences into your classroom. The inquiry process can be really effective and empowering. It not only elevates academic learning to the highest cognitive levels, but it also leads to more long-lasting recall of information, as well as the development of key academic and life skills that will benefit your students long after they leave your classroom. To learn more about today's topic and explore other free resources, visit avidopenaccess.org. Specifically, I encourage you to check out the article titled Share Your Learning with Others, Step 7 of the Searching for Answers Inquiry Process. If you'd like to review the entire process, you can also explore the collection titled Engage Students Through Inquiry Learning. That has all of the articles in one place. You can find that under Collections on the Avid Open Access website. And of course, be sure to join Rena, Winston, and me every Wednesday for our full-length podcast, Unpacking Education, where we are joined by exceptional guests and explore education topics that are important to you. Thanks for listening. Take care. And thanks for all you do. You make a difference. <laughs>